feel difficult to like look you in the face in this setup. You don't have to if you don't want to. Well, I usually don't look people in the face anyway when I talk to them. Out of like a out of like a nervous thing. Like I think when you th- say that like oh like you have autism like I think that's part of it. It's like a symptom. Are you saying that you think that not looking at people is a symptom of your autism or you think mm-hmm. it's a okay. So you're just a, you're just you're just copping up to the has autism allegations at this point. I'm saying if I had autism, this is one of the things that I'm autistic about is not looking like not making eye contact when I talk to people. Okay, but you do do that. I make eye contact? No, you don't. You avoid eye contact. Yeah. So I'm if saying, you're not autistic, what is the origin of that behavior? I don't think avoiding eye contact is necessarily an inherently autistic only thing to do like i think you can be normal and not want to look people (laughs) well not like normal but like not want to look people in the eyes just because maybe you're nervous except for me i'm kind of i mean it's kind of nervousness because like i have social anxiety i guess welcome to brain fraud (laughs) um a podcast about transgender culture T for T, sex and romance. Autism. And autism. Um, representing the trans femininity delegation and I guess de facto host of the show is me, Lavender. And I'm here with the uh, the delegate elected by the congregation of trans masks, uh, Lex, the lovely Lex. The T-boy swagged. Lex. T-Boy swag dripping out your fucking pores right now. My pussy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is the pilot of Brain Fraud. If you're hearing this right now, that means that it went okay. Um, it went okay enough that we were comfortable putting it out into the world. And if it doesn't go okay like that, We'll we'll bury it in the desert, and no one will ever hear it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll even I'll burn the hard drives it's saved on, like Saul Goodman. Oh, like Walter White with the money <laughs> yeah, in the desert. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. Um, we have a theme for this episode, which I suspect is not always going to be the case. Well, I would say a topic. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. But more than more than a, a discussion, a, a a launching point. Yeah. For this episode. Um, because you just went to your first ever play party. It's true. Um, we went together and we're going to dissect it, which I will say um, to those who may have a little bit more experience in play party type events and kink stuff. This was a extremely atypical play party. Um, it was DIY. It was not in like a dungeon with like established rules and and tons of equipment like like a lot of people think of play parties in that sense. Um, It was at a warehouse. It was actually in a warehouse, the same warehouse as a rave we had been to just a couple of weeks earlier. It was also like kind of a rave. Yeah, it was like 75% a like sex themed rave and like 25% a VIP area. That was a 
de facto play party, which is where we spend most of the night hanging out. Ostensibly, it's like you kind of got a diet play party experience um, that wasn't specifically as focused on some of the kink and BDSM elements that a lot of play parties are. So, I've been to many of these before, mm-hmm. and sometimes it you you get you get blind to it. But I would love to get some initial takes from you on your experiences and your observations at your first play party. Like, what kind of stuck out? Well, that's something that I was going to ask you about later. Like, probably I guess after I give my take because I know you're like a veteran of of play parties and. This was my first one in a very, it was a really informal space, but I initially felt really excited to go to one just because I know that I had been talking with you about like the first weekend that you'd moved out to LA here. You went to a play party that I was like, I was interested in it, but I was too scared to go because I have social anxiety. So I um, heard about like how much fun you had and I kind of got like, you know, FOMO. So then when I got like, you know, you just find raves through like somebody texts you. So we got this text um, from like a rave organizer that they were going to be organizing like a really overtly sexual event, which I was really excited for. Um, just because I haven't really, I don't know, I'm a shy guy and like I haven't been, uh, I'm, 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 I'm shy about like being publicly sexual. Yeah. Um, as most people are. Sure. But I felt more secure, um, trying to get into this one because I kind of already knew like the organizers are like, queer women i feel very safe with queer women mm-hmm. um i mean i know queer women can be weird if, if they're cisgender sometimes but i think these people are normal and i applied um they have like they have like a you know, pretty formal application system um that a lot of other play parties have to like vet that you're not like a weirdo um that's definitely like a trans and queer play party feature really they don't do that at like cis i mean i don't know if you've ever been to like a i mean they don't market play parties as cis play parties well i know but but if you don't like if you don't if you don't exclude cis people they'll invade any space available to them and they did and and they did yeah so i i would say with this one like there was an interview process and to that extent, like there were wrinkles about it. I don't want to talk in too much specifics, but I think generally speaking, it worked. And I'm glad there was that process because compared to the crowd outside the VIP area, scary, which out clearly there. was not a crowd that was prepared for a play party, the VIP felt much more play party inclusive um, even though I, I know that there were some people who got in there that weren't supposed to. Yeah, that was just like a separate, like, just consequence of being very DIY warehouse, uh, like, is like security c- 
concerns. Because, like, there were just people, like, sneaking back there. I think some people, like, well, obviously it's labeled VIP, but people would just go back there to fuck. Um, but then, like, there would just, like, some cis men there that, like, sn snuck in, like, alone, like, to watch, which was kind of weird. I was expecting, like, a few of those just because that that's kind of... It's crazy, like, going to this play party, it realized, like, it opened my eyes to, I feel like I don't usually get approached, um, when I'm out in public, like, at a bar, like, I don't think guys are really coming up to me to talk to me, usually, um, but at this event, they very much were, oh, yeah. just because, well, I think it's because, like, I had my tits out, Yeah, but my experience was like just having like random men come up to me and start chatting me up like oh hey my name is james what's your name or like um uh like one guy who like i don't know we ended up like uh playing with like i was just like I don't know. I was just slapping lab around a little bit. Just like, <laughs> just cause I didn't know. I, I was really nervous when I first went in. Um, just because I was like, Oh, now, like now there has to be some sort of social interaction for me to engage in this activity with other people. So I had to like do drugs first to like talk to people. Um, and then like, uh, I was like, yeah, we'll just like, they just had like mats on the floor for people to like lay on at first. And then people like started fucking for real on the mats. Uh, but like me and Lav were just there. Um, did, she had her little cute little crop with the little heart on it. And I just started like slapping around. I was like, ooh, hee hee, ha ha. And then like, uh, just like some guy like he like appeared like teleported like <laughs> and he was like mind if i watch and i was like sure oh no. okay <laughs> and then he like started like grabbing shit like you just got here like how <laughs> like i didn't even see you yeah i mean it was def it was it was audacious like for sure he was just one weird guy i will say there was like another i would say a lot more considerate guy who we played with yeah i mean i think i enjoyed almost all of the people that we did end up playing with during the party even though like the the person who approached us first didn't really do so in the capacity that you normally get at a play party um like people especially people with play party experience are normally very comfortable just being like hey do you want to play like you want to do this you want to do that can i touch you can i do this to you they'll just they'll just ask you mm -hmm. and that that guy came up to us and kind of just started grabbing on my thighs and shit um which would have been bad if i wasn't you know there specifically to play with people like he shouldn't have done it but I was there to let people grab on my thighs and shit anyway, so... I feel like... I didn't actually look at, like, if he had a wristband or not, but I feel like he gave the vibes that he just, like, snuck in there. But... I didn't even... I At the, that point in the night, 
There was just anybody there was, back there. There was puppy K consumed. I was not paying attention to anyone that I was not actively having sex with on the floor. We did to to reach that story to its logical conclusion during that whole session, which began with that dude um, kind of end up in like an orgy type situation. Um, like seven, like they're just seven ish people that we just spent like two hours being passed around and passing each other around with. Um, it, it's just because like they just had like a mat that like there were there was limited space. I thought there were gonna be like rooms in there, but like Tip- well, typically there would be, mm-hmm. but the, no, this was just it was just I mean it was kind of built for orgies in that sense. It was like just an open space where anyone could come occupy the floor and then people were already fucking on the floor. So they're like, let me in this bitch. Yeah. And like, I think what I was going to say about like men just like approaching me is that at the end of the night, I'd mostly only really done sexual things with like those men who just like started grabbing me and like pulling me towards them and it's like that was like fun but I wish that women would pull me and grab me and lure me because (laughs) I I think that I was just like I didn't really know how to like approach people there and there were some very hot ladies um and like I mean, there was like that girl with her boyfriend, who's who like whose dick I sucked or whatever. I did ga- give her a, a bump of K while he was inside her, and I thought that was pretty awesome. That's yeah, that was no, that was adorable. They hit us yeah. with the uh, bumpies, please. Bumpies, bumpies. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, one thing I will definitely say: uh, two things for you. I was hoping that because of the interview process and because of the tiered entry fees relative to identity like cis men had to pay a lot more to get into vip than we did than like dolls and nbs did um i wouldn't say that necessarily stopped them um (laughs) but in the future i would love to take you to play parties and they have them here in LA that are either trans oriented, queer oriented, women oriented, because I think then you probably will get approached by more people that might be a little bit more your style, which is what I was hoping that this first event was. And also maybe you would feel more comfortable approaching people in such an environment. Yeah. I think that's what made me, really nervous at the beginning is like I in general social situations feel very safe talking to like visibly trans people and when we got in the VIP room I didn't see any trans people that like I could clock so (laughs) I that definitely contributed to my nervousness and like I wasn't really approaching people myself what was your impression of just like I'm assuming this is the first time that you've ever had sex in front of a bunch of strangers? I think so, yeah. 
So, I mean, I, to a lot of people that feels very daunting, but I find that in the moment, and even when I first started going to play parties, it never really affected me that much because I'm very much the type of person to be really in the moment with whoever I'm playing with at the time to the extent that like when we went to this play party, for example, I could not tell you who or when or what was going on around us. Like there were performances going outside. I don't, I didn't hear any of it. Like none of it blipped on my radar because I was just focused on whoever I was playing with. Yeah. I think that like I was initially nervous about just like having sex in front of everybody, but um, like I felt more comfortable the more people that I did see just like having sex in front of everybody like um, I kind of had to see the proof that it was fine to do that first before I did and um, when I was actually engaging in it I think I have you know probably the same view that you have where you kind of get like tunnel vision with a person where it's like there's no one else really around other than you guys um so I I, maybe like kind of surprising since this was my first time doing any sort of like exhibitionist type stuff like that but I really didn't feel um self-conscious about other people being there I mean especially because like I knew we were in the VIP room where that was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I did feel really self-conscious. I mean, not even like, like I was still enjoying myself, but I think I did feel self-conscious with the guys that we were with because like, I don't know. I don't know if it's like. Because they thought you were a doll. Yes, but well, no, not even. I thought that was like so funny. Like, yeah, this guy, the, this guy that I like, one of the guys there, um, he was mega chaser to Lav. <laughs> um, but I think probably just due to my, I would say like my association with Lav, but I think that I'm also just kind of clocky now but like in a trans femme way is that people will think that I am also trans femme so he said to me I want to suck it and I had to take a few seconds to process what he meant by that (laughs) like what what did he want to suck like I just then I, I said I have a pussy because I didn't know what how else to s- describe what this what was what the situation was and he said I don't give a fuck and I don't think I'll that's so to me that's not a logical like tree of dialogue <laughs> And he did not suck anything. Well, maybe not for you. Yeah, he was... I actually didn't see him giving you head. Oh, yeah, he definitely was. That was like the was first, it, that like, was like good? one of the first things we did. Uh, I saw him yanking on you. He was... 
yanking on me is it the looked correct scary. phrase to use. He was just treating like the the old classic cis man activity of treating girl dick like boy dick and just like I dudes like they're with their dicks are just like want just the fucking max yeah like the absolute most like vacuum turbo yeah turbo shit it doesn't and it doesn't work on dolls so he was definitely but how was his head game chaser faux pas it was fine i mean it wasn't spectacular it was better than his stroke game cool i was just curious let's circle back um because i i distracted you might be uh to what about like the cis dudes that were there was like giving you performance anxiety. Oh, like was making me self-conscious. I think because um I think because they started getting self-conscious or nervous about me like if I was enjoying myself and then it's made me self-conscious cuz I was like, "Oh no, it doesn't seem like I'm enjoying myself even though I am and I don't know how to prove to them that like I'm having fun right now." Like um I mean, the guy that we were playing with, like, once he realized that I was not, I don't think he ever, I don't even think he ever fully realized that I wasn't trans femme. He just, once he learned that I had a pussy, he was like, instead of like, let me suck it, he was like, let me fuck it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, you know. (laughs) I got the little condom or whatever, and like, don't say little, normal sized condom, and then like, <laughs> you know, I mean, his dick was big, but we were like, you know, I was riding him, and I was like, in my head, I was like, yeah, like, this feels good and this is fun. I mean, that's not what my inner dialogue sounds like, but like, I was having a good time, <laughs> and he started being like why are you so nervous? And I was like, what? Like, why do you think I'm nervous right now? And he's like, you're too tight. Like, why are you so nervous? Like, you're pushing me out. And I, like, I, like, didn't know. I was just like, I mean, I'm kind of always, like, a little nervous. And I'm like, I'm just, (laughs) I'm just tight. (laughs) In a constant state of perpetual nervousness. And tightness. (laughs) not to that's that's like a flex at that point yeah you're like hey like i was trying to make it sound sexy tops um i was trying to make it sound sexy because i was like oh yeah like yeah like i'm tight (laughs) but he was like (laughs) you're too nervous and like he kind of like stopped having sex with me because i was pussy too tight because you had because you yeah pussy too tight your yeah. your pussy game was too tight for him. Mm-hmm. But this other guy that I was also playing with, he was kind of like, meh. But, like, I also just, like, had sex with him because I was, like, high and horny. Um, but he he just, like, kept getting soft so that, like, I couldn't really fuck him. And it was like... He was nervous. Yeah, I was like, I guess he's nervous. He was, he was also like, oh, I'm drunk, like, sorry, like, uh, I don't know. Guys are, 
guys are weird. You did seem, in their defense, you did seem visibly nervous. I will, I, well, I was visibly nervous. I don't know. I think it's just, like, I think it'll be less bad when I go to yeah, more Yeah, no, that's not, like, I'm not saying, like, that. that's battery. It was literally your first time. Like, even to, like, it might, would surprise you how many people go to their first play party with the conviction that they're not going to do anything while they're there, you know? Like, they're just going to experience it try to understand it, like stay in their right mind and pay attention to everything. But despite your tendency for nervousness, you kicked in the door. You were like, I'm getting high and fucking tonight. And you did it. I mean, that's just because it's like, I feel like if I left that night without doing those things, I did not accomplish my goal that I set out to do. Well, I'm happy. I'm happy you did. Thank you. I think even though the cis men were mid, I did have fun. That's good. I was going to ask you actually about to flip the script on you about how you felt about this play party. I'm just curious if the other play parties you go to are so are more like like to me, this one, not that much kink, very much sucking and fucking in there. And, like, I was curious about the play parties that you've went to seem to be more kink-oriented. And, like, I don't know if they are, uh, if you also see, like, sex acts there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're, most play parties are more formalized than the one that we went to, you mm-hmm. know? Because um, they typically take place in dungeons where play parties are happening all the time. And there's, you know, rule sets and there are things, you know, set up in place. It's not like some pillows thrown in the corner of a warehouse rave mm-hmm. for everybody to fuck on. Um, it was more, there were things I appreciated about it. It was certainly more spontaneous than is typical at a play party because, um, I don't know, uh, you have a lot of different experiences with play parties. Some of them have spaces that are more kind of like common areas where everybody is just hanging out and there are people sucking and fucking there but a lot of plea parties tend to have like themed rooms they're like segmented they're separated like everything is it's it cannot be very centralized so you have to sort of move deliberately um, and if there's people performing, like if there's doms there or there's people doing like rope work or like needlework or anything, um, you know, you have to like plan for that and sign up for it. Um, but with this, with the sort of rave formula and format of this play party, it really was just like come into VIP, lay on the pillows in the corner. It's kind of a free for all. Um, yeah, which I think it it worked out because I think it extended our playtime. You know, like we started with one person, and then it was two more people, and then two more people that came over to start like playing with us, and then in the corner again, and then one other person who came up like after that, and like I blinked, and we had been doing that for two and a half hours, and it was three in the morning. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty cute that, like, just more people kept getting added to the cast. Yeah, it's like, you see, I mean, if you go there with the intention of, like, if I see pretty people having sex tonight, I'm getting in, 
and then you see them in the corner on the floor in a big pile mm-hmm. you just come on over i mean we were we were inviting bitches in yeah but like at other play parties are more formal like for lack of better word like do you just like go up to people and like be chatting and like yeah i mean at, at another play party it would more be like like i said some play parties have a common area that is like here are the places where you can sit and chat but also some people may just be climbing on each other and having sex right next to you but if there's not really a place like that and a play party and it's more segmented you in the area where you were talking to people you would go up talk to them a little make maybe make some small talk and then be like hey do you want to play and they'd be like yeah i'd love to you're like you're cute or whatever and you're like yeah i'm a for example just pull this out of thin air like i'm a cat girl impact play bottom and they're like oh my god that's crazy like i'm your tinder bio shut up shut up they're, they're like that's crazy like i'm a i'm a brat tamer like top um and you're like oh I think we can uh, start cooking and they're like, Oh, let's go find like a room that we can go hang out in. And you know, you know, every dungeon is different, but like there's places where you can go privately or there's places where like anyone who wanted to could come and like watch whatever you're doing, just depending on like your preference and, and the preference of the situation. But it is all like very rare is the play party where, the sort of spontaneous sex that we were having at this most recent one is commonplace. It's, like I said, it's a lot more formalized and dependent on talking to people and, like, active informed consent ahead of time and, like, planning and even if it's, like, busy, even, like, signing up for stuff and waiting, like, for an opportunity. Stuff like that happens a lot more at most play parties. Hmm what is what does that mean curious i mean well not like curious but just like i don't know to me that sounds like really good like i mean i think this one was pretty fine like a good experience just like very very like just like whatever was happening back there you know yeah um i got a massage at the and it was all oily. That was awesome. Yeah, they had a like, oh, and it was like masseuse for the night that VIP guests could just go up and get a massage. Yeah, and great I great touch. I tipped her, and like she, and this was while I was most high <laughs> on cave. She was pouring that oil on my back. It felt so good, like tingly, and then like you know she'd be doing her her work her rubbing her kneading the dough (laughs) and then like and then like she was asking me like parts that i don't want touched i was like yeah i'm like my armpits are ticklish i don't know why (laughs) i don't know why but um and then she was like do you want to be like flipped over and like have your tits touched and i was like yes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes please um oh my God. so i was like yes um <laughs> and she flipped me over and oiled me again and i got her like i had i mostly had my eyes closed but then i was like peeking with one eye trying to, <laughs> well like 
I know Lav like Lav describes me as like a pervy teen boy, which is you like are. pretty much true. But like, <laughs> like this masseuse, like I don't know their pronouns, but they were breasted up, <laughs> like, and like you know, just like a little little sex rave. Like she was just in a her little. They, their little bikini, like, and they, and while laying there, like, they were swaying over me (laughs) while she was oiling me up, and, um, yeah, it was nice. This is why I describe you as a pervy teenage boy. <laughs> like, the way that you talk about sex sometimes is giving like like horny like adolescent boys in like teen movies and like young adult like comedies. That's how it feels sometimes when you talk about the masseuses, titties swanging in your face, boobies in my face. <laughs> I'm going to throw up. Um, I don't know when I'll grow out of that phase. I don't think ever because it's not like you don't have bitches. Like getting getting bitches, getting pussy has not stopped you from behaving this way. In fact, I think it's even worse when I am getting bitches because I'll just be speaking this way about whoever I'm seeing or like. It em- emboldens me to. Oh God, I say it. I sound misogynist. Do it. Like. It emboldens me to say these things about women. <laughs> to. <laughs> because I know what it's like. Right. Right. So, moving on, <laughs> what, um, now that you, I know you've only been to one play party, but now that you have been, is there anything, is there like a piece of advice or information that you wish I had given you ahead of time that you would give to other people going to their first play party? Um, that's a good question. Damn, you should have should have given me a cue card for this one <laughs> so I could really think on it. Take your time. I'll fill space. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to, like, I don't know, start, I was like, gonna moaning. Or, do, like... <laughs> I was going to do a fake ad read. Can you? No, I don't want to. Answer the question. Uh, okay. Okay, I'll have to think. Let me rephrase the question. See okay. If it's any <laughs> what do you wish you had known ahead of time before we went? If anything. Or maybe you were... Well, I mean, I feel like this is, like, specific to this party we went to, but I feel like I wish I knew what the layout of the area was going to be. Like, you had asked the person ahead of time, so you kind of knew. I saw saw a crudely drawn map of the event space, and it did not really inform me that much about the resulting space that we came into yeah i think that was a party specific thing i think just that like i don't know if this is like something that is really like oh i wish somebody told me this 
and this is more just like maybe my social anxiety but i wish i knew how to approach people and like what to say to them Mm -hmm. um and like i think most most of the anxiety um is like i have to talk to myself to like tell myself that like everyone else is here to do exactly whatever you are also here to do probably what i'll say to that is everyone in the situation where they find themselves in a play party have knowingly put themselves into a situation where they're anticipating being approached Mm -hmm. and asked if they are there to consider any type of play or like what what they're sort of into what they like specialize in or what they really enjoy and even if like there's plenty of validity in someone's answer to that question being I'm here with my partner or we're like and we're monogamous or I'm not playing tonight or like I don't like this this and this I don't do that like but they know that they're going to be approached they're anticipating that and they're putting themselves in that environment where it's been explicitly stated that you go up to people and talk to them and ask them if they want to play and provides you with all of the facilities you would need to do that. So I feel like it's different than the trepidation that you may feel going up and talking to like a cute girl at a bar or something because the people who have uh-huh. put themselves in the play party situation even if they're not there to do the exact same things that you are there to do, they're there with an understanding that they will be asked about it and will come spring-loaded with an explanation as to why, yes, I would like to do that with you, or no, I would not like to do that with you. Yeah, I think that... Like, I think that I should have realized that it's totally okay to just go up and talk to people like I mean obviously I'm a normal person so I'll talk to people like politely um but like that it's okay to just talk to people who are there um because I'm so used to not wanting to inconvenience anybody uh or like I don't know be weird but the bar for being weird at this type of event is like like it's not weird to go up and talk to people there it's like what you're supposed to do it is weird if you just it is weird if you don't talk to people yeah exactly like you can you can tell like the people at the play party who are the most uncomfortable are the people who are just sitting like sitting yeah like it's not that environment where like the skeeviest person in the room is the dude who's hitting on every girl there. Like if you're at a play party, not not to be skeevy, obviously, but if you're at a play party and you're there to play and you continue to approach people throughout the event so long as you're polite and you take rejection gracefully, like you're perfectly fitting into that environment. Yeah, it's kind of just something even non-sexually that I have to work on is like if you're at a social event it's actually weird to not be social (laughs) yeah um but i will say like 
this is one thing that the organizer interviewed me about in the vetting process um since obviously like she could tell i was nervous because i sound nervous during the interview um and one thing that she asked me that i kind of like wasn't expecting or i didn't really know like exactly what she was getting at was like she asked me if I know to say no to people um and to me it seemed kind of obvious because I was like yeah like obviously like I know like consent and like if I'm not comfortable with something like sure I'll say no but um like the way that I had answered her question was just like, yeah, I know consent. I know what consent is. Mm -hmm. And she just was like, that didn't really answer my question. Are you comfortable saying no to people? Yeah. Um, And I was like, yes. And I didn't like, I don't know. I didn't know, like, I didn't really know what she was looking for when she asked that. And I realized it's because if this is a space where cis men are, they will just come up to you and start touching you. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, like, like, I realized what she was trying to get at when we were at the party and men were very much just, like, coming up to you because, like, I realized that she meant like you have to be firm if someone is being weird to yeah. you. Yeah. Um so I think that is something that I would want to keep in mind for a play party is like it's totally okay to be blunt and reject someone who you're not vibing with because like there are sometimes like weird people that will show up to these events and you have to not be in such a people pleaser mindset where mm-hmm. you'll just say yes to anything. Definitely. Um, that's, that's part of what um, she was getting at too. And, and with like rules like that um, are like in that environment, because you're at a play party and if it's a particular party themed around like a kink or like a certain type of person or type of relationship, um, some people who are more susceptible to social pressure may feel the inclination that I'm here so I have to participate in this. That's how I felt. Like not the case. Like when she asked me that question, I was in the mindset of being like, well, I really want to be there. So like, I'm going to be real, like I'm going to be an active participant. Like I'm going to put myself out there. And cause like, I'm usually shy is what I said to her. So she heard that. I wanted to I wanted to push myself but that can easily be taken advantage of by just like random people there who are just like horny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean there are like because of the nature of that stuff when there are even sometimes rigorously policed spaces there are some people there who are 
purely in a non-performative sense just looking to get off and see it as an opportunity to and those are the people who don't take the active consent rules of a play party seriously and they're the most likely to violate them very like grinder no picture like <laughs> sending their location yeah yeah very much so <laughs> like that's just the only like the only thought of the experience is i would like to come as quickly as possible and then go home yeah they should just go to like the milking machine <laughs> you say we say that because it's we're talking about cis men everyone's gonna be in the comments like where's the milking machine <laughs> You need to create a milking machine. I think they have them at like sperm banks. Tell me more. Tell me what you know about sperm That's banks. That's for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, shit. Was there like things that we didn't cover? I mean, I, that was a pretty extensive look into your experiences at your first play party. What was your favorite part, Lav? Um, God, that's a good question. Um, I enjoyed being there with you. Yay. A lot. It's cool to, um, to have this thing that I enjoy and that I like a lot, just being BDSM and exhibitionism and the like, and to, like, have realized my bestie is enticed by and excited by similar things and then get to, like, share that experience. That was really cool. Um, I really enjoyed that, and I'm glad that you seemed to have a pretty good time. Yeah, it kind of was cool to have sex next to you while not having sex with you. <laughs> I think that's a compliment. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, my other favorite thing was this freaky cis girl with cool tattoos sitting on my face and getting so fucking ushy gushy that i felt like i was being waterboarded yeah yeah. Yeah. i was like my face was in the fucking mop bucket the whole 15 minutes she was sitting on my face which was cool i mean yeah i'm glad you enjoyed like drowning yeah yeah i was like it was great i was gasping for breath fighting for my life down there shitting farting (laughs) screaming not doing any of that i was fucking I was trying to clear my lungs, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Pneumonia. <laughs> Pneumonia from the pussy. What was your favorite part? Well, I already talked about it. My, my favorite part was the massage. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. No, that totally my makes ketamine sense. ketamine massage. You talked about it my most of the rest of the night. oily ketamine massage with breasts. <laughs> breasts. Um, so would you recommend interested parties go out and put themselves out there and go to a play party yeah i mean i didn't even really like mention this but like i had some other friends there who were not lavender like i had a couple like i had a friends who are a couple there who also like they broke off from us at some point um to like do their own thing but they also reported great satisfaction from this event so even yeah, even and they're like monogamous. Mon- monogamous yeah. I think there's room. There's room for everyone at uh, at any good play party, even monogamous people. 
derogatory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that was that. Um, likes his first play party. Uh, rating out of ten. Um, I would give it a seven. I was gonna say six. Pretty solid. Yeah, it's, it was solid. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there were advantages to it being an unconventional experience by play party standards. Love a warehouse, but also some disadvantages. I wish I had paid a little bit more attention to the performers. But I, I was do occupied. too. We were in that box. <laughs> I was in that box. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was fighting for my life in that box. Okay, that's it. Um, I, we're done talking about the play party, and that means we're done talking. Period. Good night, angels. Bye. Thanks for listening. Kisses. Come back next time. Who fucking knows what we're going to talk about then? <laughs>